Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, the Brothers Grim Dark podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Henry. And today we have a topic. <clears throat> Once again, I do not know the topic. <laughs> My Take, research levels are beyond 5,000. I'll give you 5, like one guess. Like one guess. Okay, I'm going to say Titanicus. Titanicus. Okay, what if I instead said, what would be like the dream thing you'd like to hear right now? Uh, <laughs> Other than Emperor's Children. Ooh. Other than like an actual uh, model being shown for the Sisters of Battle. A decently balanced codex. <laughs> Welcome to the 40k April 2019 big FAQ. Ah. Rice. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, Do you have any dear. predictions you'd like to make now? <sighs> Fuck, I'm so far gone with these facts. <laughs> these facts. These facts. When are you going to fix my fucking orcs? <laughs> okay, so I'm hoping that orcs get some fucking changes. Sorry. Well, facking all, changes. <laughs> orcs did get f- facking changes Fact. shortly after the Codex was released. Because there was the, um, the new buggies and stuff came down in cost. That was eroded. I mean, they should be free. <laughs> Even if they were free, you wouldn't take them. Even if they were free, I wouldn't take them. I, I mean, they are pretty bad for even any points. <laughs> like, I think at like 40 points, they start becoming must-takes. But until that point... They're made pretty cheap. They're made pretty cheap. All right, nice, nice. Like, okay, not so competitive, but definitely nice. they played for fun. That's, just, that's nothing to do with the big FAQ. Any other requests? What other things you'd want? Oh, my goodness. Um... You know, my head has been so far out of 40k at the moment. Like, just so far out of it. I'm I to, cannot I'm have to remember. Okay, well, shall, shall we just launch into it? Let's just launch into it, yeah. It, it begins out with a, a wobbly models clarification. Do, do we need another one? We it's actually do. Like, because like everyone knows how this rule is meant to be played. Some right. people were using it. Um, basically, it was for only for, you know, Count Saz situations where you can put the model there, it could legally be there, but at the same time, you know, it would be really... You wouldn't want to risk your model doing it. Like, you wouldn't want to rest Mortarion up on yeah. the ledge where he's leaning a bit. You really fucking... Wouldn't. It's like, yeah, slopes. If it's a um, knight, you could put it up there and it's going to be fine. But, basically, some people were doing things like putting them on top of an antenna so they couldn't be charged, that kind of thing. It's like, no, no, it's, it's up there thanks to wobbly model syndrome. Oh, God. Yes. Like, why Why does that even have to be a thing? That just wouldn't occur to me. Because people are knobbers. They certainly are, but why would you... Why would you do that? That's like, that's like almost to the point where you put a cup on the table to You're... give cover to your guys. <laughs> You're no, going no, to like the next the one. Terrain then. feature. Oh, God. Uh... It comes to our attention that there's nothing in the rules that technically prevents a model from moving off the edge of a battlefield. So what this means is that people would have sections of their the stuff hanging off the edge of the battlefield. Are you kidding me? And they had to step in and say, no part of a model or its base can be set up or moved over the edge of the battlefield. Okay, now... Or if it, this would stop people like charging or moving around units off the battlefield. Wow. Okay. There's two things that I will say to this. Yep. Number one is 
that always used to be a thing. Like in the number one page of the rule book. <laughs> Just after was, Ultramarines are best. Was you play on the fucking table. <laughs> it's a tabletop. Like it oh, okay. So that that strikes an absolute blade of agony into my bum cheek. Number two Speaking of bum cheeks. I could understand this new player. I could from that perspective, Sim- yeah. Simply because, yeah, there are times when it's like, okay, I want to charge this guy, but he's right on the edge of the table. If my base was overhanging a little bit off the edge, I could charge him. And if there's nothing in the rules to stop me doing that, then, like, yeah. And when I say, like, new players, I imagine this to be sort of younger players because I think older players would just well, be like, like yeah, um, you've got to play on the players tabletop. Players are new to a tabletop game. If they haven't played this kind of thing before. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that I can almost guarantee it wasn't those people oh, yeah, no. like, doing if, that. If it's t- uh, coming up in the FAQ, it's because it was being a problem somewhere. Most likely tournaments. Quite possibly, albeit I think in that situation you can get tournament organisers over. No. No, you don't. Because GW has this fantastic caveat in all their events, and trust me, I've been. Their, like, guys that are there, the GW tournament organisers, they're not actually rules moderators. They aren't. Like, if you're lucky, they will come over and say, yeah, okay, I'm the arbitrator. You don't do that, if you're lucky. Nine times out of ten, they just do not want to get involved. I guess they're probably volunteers, though. They're not. Are they <laughs> not? not? No, not, not at the event that I went to. The, the guys that were there were employees. Oh. Oh, dear. Like it, when The event that I was at, because uh, there was quite a few sort of rules clarifications needed, maybe some in our games, some in other games... Um, basically it seemed like they just didn't really know the game is <laughs> how it like came across but I'm sure they did know the game but they were just kind of tell they were like yeah sure it's like that's not that's not the, the answer to the question I say can I <laughs> does this rule you know can why not <laughs> you like... have to clarify what you said though because you went can this rule and then your voice, voice went full robot up until the why not? Basically, like they, they just don't want to uh, All right. cause a scene. They they want to keep everything moving like smoothly. Um, like yeah, again, fair enough. This is what the facts are for. Um, but also, like, why do people do this? And the other thing because is, well, I can guarantee honest. at least some of these players are doing this, having played seventh edition. And maybe 0.05% of them played editions before that, where you knew you didn't leave the fucking table. <laughs> like, see, this is this is the exact problem you have as soon as you change morale. As soon as you change morale to be a speed-up mechanic instead of something in-depth and beautiful, where models actually fled from the battlefield, people have no understanding of time or space anymore. Are you saying that's directly linked to morale? It is, because previously, if your fleeing models left the table... That meant that they were gone. Their aim meant they were they, gone. They just slip out of existence. And same thing with like uh, planes. Uh, if they went off the battlefield because they couldn't turn in time, they couldn't stop in time, they just left, which still is the thing. But also, 
with the morale, it, it set up this very hard def defini definition, even, of the battlefield. Because it said, this border, this line drawn here, as soon as it crosses that border, it is gone. And nothing exists beyond that border. <laughs> Good God in heaven. Like, I know personally that I have played with models slightly over the table edge. I'm just going to admit it. But you ask the person, you say, look, can I just make this charge? And if they say yes, you do it. If they say no, you don't do it. Right? And when I do, when I say, I mean, really very much slightly. Like, like if you were playing, points. yeah, like I'm talking like a millimeter here. You know, maybe two millimeters. Maybe most of the base. Maybe all of the base. <laughs> Magnus is currently not on the table, but he's twatting you. <laughs> because he's anyone on the table, near the border, yeah, anyone near the border is just being hit by Magnus right now. <laughs> Good God, okay. Alright, so that, that's made me lose a little bit of faith in fucking humanity again. But a bit of faith in, in G-dubs that they finally did something about it. Okay, disembarking from uh, destroyed transports. Uh, they basically looked at it and went, there was nothing to say that if your um, transport was destroyed as a result of um, an Overwatch attack, there's nothing to prevent the units that fell out then immediately charging as well. And they're just going, eh, we don't like that. Uh, it's basically saying if some units can't declare charge during the same turn they've disembarked from a destroyed transport. Which I say, fair enough, they're probably busy dis uh, disentangling themselves from bits of wreckage. I mean, also, just going back to the rules here, don't you declare every charge, then start rolling? Like, you're meant to declare every charge, so you can't technically declare a charge of a unit that's inside a transport I... because they're not actually on the table? I would have to check the rules for that. Um, but the fact that they're saying it wasn't a problem with how the rules were means that it should have been fine to do. It's not that they're okay. saying, guys, read the rules. It's that they're saying there's a problem with the rules and we're correcting that. It doesn't necessarily mean that there was actually an issue in the first place. <laughs> they might just be patching something that didn't need to be patched. The second thing, or the first thing, I don't know where we are here. I was going to say, that's probably the first thing. Um, Again, I can appreciate this from a gameplay point of view. Like, you're charging a unit of word bearers um, straight into some Imperial Guard. They're in a Rhino. Rhino gets blown up. You think, ah, you know, I really want to get in there. I really want to get in. Um, you do the charge. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that aspect. But you can also <laughs> guarantee that it's people doing like i've only got one wound on this transport i'll embark the unit then deliberately so that they have to shoot their overwatch at the transport then charge oh, as God, they yeah. step out the front of the vehicle it's like fuck you guys seriously like you can guarantee there's people doing that guaranteed to the hardest knobs in the sky i'm a little bit sad i didn't that. think of that then again my transport's a devilfish i'm not going to be charging with fire warriors but it's so scummy that you wouldn't be would hope like you're 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 a piece of shit on the table. <laughs> like you're a piece of shit. I don't like you. I don't like playing this game with you. I don't like doing this podcast with you. The only reason is that I need another host. And honestly, that's the I only think reason. I could go it alone. And Robot Dave is not yet ready. His banter <laughs> levels are off. His banter levels are off the chart. Damn it! He's, He's so, so good. He makes all of us look bad. Yeah, that's why we haven't revealed the third host yet. Banter bot. 
Anyway, you're you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. But even you have your limits. Yes. Like you will game the game to death, but you even have your limits. But yeah, also like, I, I would say that you're you're as competitive as I would take a competitor. If they go beyond you, I think that's it. They, this guy's a fucking knob. It's also that I tend to take competitive ideas and apply them to silly things. Or more interesting. And it just works out, which makes you a bigger piece of shit. Yeah, and then. It's like, hey, goblins are the worst unit in the game. Alan tries them for a moment, kills my knights. Yeah, at which point, Games <laughs> Workshop goes, those, those units aren't being used. Maybe we should drop the costs. Yeah, we'll give them Titan Killer. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Why, GW? Why? The Devilfish now, when charging, if they roll a six. Um, it's for free. They just, they just kill the unit. The Devilfish is for free. <laughs> Every fire warrior gets a free devilfish. Not the squad. Every fire yeah. warrior. Good God. It's called no longer carpooling. <laughs> <laughs> they decided to be unecological to be more oh, Greater good doesn't apply to vehicles, they've decided. Oh, well, is that the fact? Well, no, 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 no. I was just saying that's like a... Oh, I see. Rather than okay. carpooling, for the greater just, good, it doesn't matter to them. Just want to slip in a fact... Uh, Fun fact. Guess here. I'm gonna guess that they get rid of the Tau can shoot Overwatch from a greater good, even though they're locked in combat. I'm gonna guess that they get rid of that. You I hope they wrong. get rid. Really, Gino? <laughs> really? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Tau haven't been touched by this. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Would you like to just explain what I'm on about to anyone that doesn't? Oh yeah, that's a fair point. Basically, I had the assumption, as did Henry, that when it came to the Tower for the Greater Good Overwatch, which is basically, if Gold you charge shot. a Tower unit, um, other units within six also get to Overwatch as well. And there's a couple of other rules in there, but we're keeping it simple for now. And the way I assumed it worked, same with Henry, is that for the Greater Good could only trigger if the unit being charged could overwatch so this could not be the case if you have like a relic which stops overwatching happening or to be fair I think that would still work or if the unit is in combat nope actually no the relic wouldn't even work yeah the tower can just overwatch even if the unit being charged can't as long as they're in six they can for the greater good I think it's also because the greater good doesn't say that it's overwatch which is another thing yeah so it's not actually Overwatch, it's just a free shooting attack resolved at BS1. Oh no, you say that, BS1, I mean it would be also be BS2. For, for the 6 plus and 5 plus for the newer players. Alright, okay, down. yeah. Okay, so they haven't FAQ'd or fact the big chungus, as we'll call it for now. <laughs> Like that that's I mean, the one thing I, that stands I'm out to I'm me. Give you a little hint. They may have fact the big chungus. Okay, now I'm not aware what the big chungus might be. So we'll get there. This we'll this was there. the only thing which I thought was actually abusing the rules. Like I didn't anticipate people but to be when, standing no, on when top the When the towels do it, it is not abusing the rules. Oh I see, sorry. It's it's just defining a new phase. Yeah, I'm now gonna have to have a towel leader called Nixon or something so or Nixon. With like a little apostrophe. Nick's on Shazwi. Yeah, Nick's on Shazwi. Ow! <laughs> Nick's on Shazwi. Perfect. 
with that. And then you got to get a crew hound called Checkers. <laughs> yes. Oh. Right. Next thing up is the moving units, uh, moving with units that can fly in the charge phase. Because in the autumn uh, fact, I basically said that units with the fly keyword, um, fly does not apply in the charge phase. This was an attempt to stop people um, deploying a unit on top of a building and then getting like a two inch charge because the fly keyword makes them ignore vertical distance. Yeah. Which, Which was is mad. pretty filthy. Mad. Um, but in the, the, what the rule change they made was just fly keyword doesn't matter then. Which caused some problems in A, units that weren't being a problem in the first place. And B, it felt wrong in that there was, you know, a captain with a jump pack with some guardsmen one inch in front of him, but he couldn't jump over them. He had to charge at them with a the jetpack, then stop, then waddle at them, rather than charging something behind them. Now they've basically changed it so that fly does apply in the charge phase, but you can't move over buildings or other terrain features as if they were not there when charging. They must move up them or down or around as any other model would. That's only in the charge phase. They can still ignore them in the movement phase, but this mainly means they can leap of the, over other units. And they've even gone to the lengths of making sure that every uh, ability in the game that doesn't have that isn't the fly keyword, but acts like it does. So with Harlequins in the flip belt, Necrons in Wraith form, uh, Veterans, Intercessors, Intercept squads, that kind of thing. All of that there, they have made sure to change as well. I like this. I like this a lot. Okay. Because it, it carefully handles the bit that was broken while also maintaining the flavor of these units have fly. Or equivalent. Okay. I mean, I come from the days when you could only use a jump pack either in the assault phase or the movement phase. Oh, God. That was back in the day. So you either ran, then jumped into the enemy, or you jumped, then ran. So, I mean, I'm not... Like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to fly twice. Um, you know, because obviously that's how it should be. It just means that screening is less good versus fly. Well, and I, I think somebody's going to find a way um, to abuse it. It's just that you'd have to screen in a more technical manner. You just literally have to, like... Bubble wrap. The lean rust that it can actually get close up. Yeah, you have to literally bubble wrap. Okay, so you must make a nightmare for driving that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, another one's gone under. <laughs> up next, we have another thing where they are. They're bringing in a new unit type, which is aircraft. Okay. Which is basically. This is because of a problem that was coming up, which was basically. Um, Things can't move over other units' bases, if it's the enemy bases. Now, this became a problem when you'd have people who would get a bunch of flyers and move them in front of their army. So you couldn't charge or move through that flyer. Because its yep. base was in the way, despite the fact it was not a part of the battlefield. Yeah. And this basically applies to things that have like a minimum and maximum movement thing. That, that's what defines a flyer, pretty much. And now what they've done is they say, okay, with aircraft, there's another thing later about aircraft. 
Um, but whenever a model makes any move, it can be moved within one inch of enemy aircraft and can be moved across such models and their bases as if they were not there. But they can't end their move on top of another model or its base. And you cannot end the move within one inch of any enemy units. Yeah. So basically, you can move through and over the bases, but you can't end your turn on the base or within one inch of the base, which is a good change. And it is a good change. Yeah, it is it, a good it, change. It, but it, let it me stop you there. It targeted that specific form of cheese and said, no. Let me stop you there. Yep. Let's go on a journey through time and space, back to 7th edition. No, no, please no. no 7th edition no. was a steaming cesspit. I don't want but to there's something it. we must dredge out of the cesspit. And that's flyers. And flyers were one of the worst pieces of shit in 7th edition. Like, you could only ever hit them on sixes. Uh, unless your weapon had, uh, what was it called, like, sky shot or something. I'm Some guessing Tau had that. Tank did tank i have great means that like the hydra was the thing because it was 55 points with sky shot yeah and oh my fucking god it was awful but what people used to be able to do is they used to be able to get a storm talent or a storm raven storm raven more appropriately and they would just park it like you said in front of the back in these days you couldn't move through it. You couldn't charge it because it's flying. Only units with charge. Uh, sorry, only units with flying can charge units with flying. And you couldn't shoot it because you could only hit on sixes. This was mind-numbingly, rage-inducingly shit. Now that existed from the start of seventh edition, and they've only just FAQ'd it. What is wrong with these people? What's wrong with them? Just fucking balance the game. Look, put me in a five-minute interview with Jervis Johnson, and after I'm done slapping the shit out of him, I would say to him, "What the fuck are you doing with these fucking FAQ updates? Why? Why does it take you like?" Six years to fucking balance something. I got to slap the shit out of you with five years ago. They have like 14 nails that have driven into their brain and they're slowly removing them. Like, I, I respect the fact they want to do it slowly because it will kill them if they bring it out too quick. But at the same time, it's killing me problems. how fucking inept they are. Jesus Christ. It's like for six years we've known that this has been bullshit. And I think maybe towards the end of seventh they might have done one small thing to try and address it, but that's about it. Like sort of like a token look at it, like, hmm, flying bases are a bit silly. Yeah, well forget it. It's uh, to, to be fair, <laughs> flyers haven't what? been great this edition, so it hasn't been too yeah. much of an issue. They're not great, but the fucking issue has been there for so long. Yes. Oh, my God. And people say, oh, no, 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 no. It's a special snowflake company. We must invest money in it. It's not worth a billion pounds. As we got attacked on fucking Reddit, and I will say that again. We got attacked on Reddit for saying it. People are fucking stupid. They think this fucking hobby is going to die without their personal investment. 
it's not. It's worth so much fucking money. They could do a little bit more to fucking support it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, okay, and then people come back with, oh, it's FAQs, it's chapter approved. One of those you pay money for. The second one is fucking obvious shit that's been in the game since day one. Like, no, okay. no, sorry, not since day one, since you introduced other fucking stupid rules. And the other thing I'll say about these fucking FAQs, <laughs> because I'm riled like a turd in a pipe. <laughs> is the whole point of eighth and i keep going on about it because i feel like people just hate me but whatever is that they wanted to say let's reduce it to eight pages and then you and i both went hang on a minute yeah (laughs) can we actually reduce it to eight pages no since then we've got about six books five appendages four documentarians a trip to zimbabwe an educational semester and then you're fucking ready to play (laughs) Why? Just make it a fucking rule set. Like, just don't Look. jerk me around here. Make it a rule set. <laughs> oh. Look, earlier on, you were complaining that, God, why can't people just, you know, understand how it's meant to be played? Why the fuck are they doing this kind of thing? To be fair, the fly <laughs> issue is something you can see being a similar problem as, like, I didn't think people would be that gamey. No, no, no. The fly one makes more sense to me because it's literally a base on the table that you yeah. can't get over. Like it makes sense to me because I've been in that situation many times. Like, can I, can I just go through here? <laughs> like, but the fact that it's taking them so long is just the shit in the ointment. <laughs> All right. Can we move on to the next bit? Do you want to get you want to get riled again? I will, I will have another rant on the item. <laughs> given how silly that one was. I'm right. the only one who will rile that everyone else has given up. Okay. Yeah, people too pacified. People too pacified. Like, oh, look, there's changes coming. Not fast enough. Like, fucking Christ. Look, I, people I, are I, dying I in the interim right hour. now. I'm going to make a spoiler for my general opinion of what they've done here. I like what they've done here. Like... Right, I well, think you're the you will change your tune slightly by the end. I'm putting that out there now. Okay, all right. I'm not going to shit all over it, but that I did have to say that. <laughs> Get but when something reminds you of seventh, you know it's bad. I mean, yeah, my my feelings towards seventh were so negative. Like I said before, it almost just so fucking bad. I believe like, what you tried to say is it almost made you quit the hobby. Did I go robotic? It, it, it like cut out. Is that as though like a G-Dubs had found me. you? I heard you complaining and had you silence. Silence him. <laughs> yes, I'm. I am now technically a word bearer who's gone back in time <laughs> to try and prevent 40k becoming like seventh again. And you accidentally cause it in true word bearer style. In true word bearer style. But it's chaos. That's part of Zinch's plan. That'd be it. You get involved in the creation of a time machine. There's all these possible ways to try and fix history and your first reaction there's something I need to stop. (laughs) Henry, what's the matter? I must go to a time darker than this one. I think it would be more appropriate as the Saw theme when you realise you've changed nothing and Seventh happens only yeah. this time. Wait. But I tried to make I it better. I am Jervis Johnson. But I care so much about the hobby. Do you remember Invisibility? Wah! 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 
You only hit flies on sixes. <laughs> but they're, like, they're flying so quick, it would make them hard to hit. That makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense to reflect how they are in the room. Oh, my God. Just me with gun under mouth. <laughs> Don't you think this is extreme? No. It's not extreme enough. <laughs> Overcame what I sought to destroy. Okay, so what's this next, next fact sandwich? Ah, ah, okay, get on next with is, it. Um, setting up models. This is like a selection of clarifications which were really important to make. Because basically, there was a bunch of People things. People were setting them up upside down. Well, look, this is when it comes to when an ability takes them off the board and then sets them up again. Where it's. Okay. What were they doing with them? Well, basically, it was incredibly vague as to what this meant. Like, does this count as coming in from Deep Strike? What does this do to the unit? Um, what happens with their buffs? Are they still there? Were they taken off because they were taken off the board? Okay, now this. This FAQ, I'm already jazzed about. I like this. This makes sense. Yeah, this is a... They've noticed there's a problem. And it could have been a problem they could have ignored. They could have absolutely ignored this and just carried on. But they went out of their way to clarify exactly what this means. Yeah. And it's also something very, very sort of sensible, and I don't think it's super gaming as well. Like, it's not like setting up on an antenna. Yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, I like that. This is, a th this is a situation which crops up in games, naturally speaking. Okay, so it's basically um, what rules apply to units that are removed from the battlefield after deployment via, like, abilities, stratagems, or psychic powers, and then set back up on the battlefield. They have eight, like, things which happen. Okay, so number one, any rules that are triggered by or apply to units that are set up on the battlefield as reinforcements are also triggered by and applied to that unit when it's set up. So stuff like um, the immediate thing I can think of is the Space Marine stratagem where you pay like a command point and you get to shoot at a unit that's set up within 12. Yep. Stuff like that. So that that's in there. Um, two, models in that unit count as having moved a distance equal to the movement characteristic that turn. So they do suffer the penalty for moving and firing heavy weapons. And if the unit has a minimum move characteristic, it counts as having moved its maximum move characteristic. So that's nice that it's there. Because it, to me, it made sense that they would have counted as of having, you know, moved for the sake of firing heavy weapons. But again, it wasn't clarified. So they, yeah. the fact they put it in there is good. Uh, number three, models in the unit cannot move again during that turn for any reason other than to make a charge move to pile in or to consolidate. Again... I like that. Good that it's there. Because I, I think with some, which don't say... Well, depending on how some are worded, it could be argued that you get to move again if they're set up as though they were deployed. Okay. One which I'm not sure about is the... If that unit was within one inch of an enemy unit when it was removed, it does not count as having fallen back when it's set back up at the battlefield. Which, to me, it seems like an easy way out of getting out of combat. But on the other hand, you are paying for this in some way. Usually with like stratagems or psychic powers. I mean, yes and no. The, I mean, does it really matter falling back out of combat? What does it really affect? Well, you get to uh, charge. Also, basically, you can be set up elsewhere than be able to charge in. Albeit, the charge is unlikely. Okay, but is this in the same turn? Also, you get to shoot as well. As in, if you were in combat, 
then in your movement phase, you use an ability or a stratagem or psychic power to set that, take that unit off the battlefield and set it up elsewhere. It can then shoot and charge. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree then. I think it is a bit unfair that you also then get to charge. I think it is. Maybe it's something you'd have to take a fine comb to those stratagems and psychic powers to rebalance them around this. But I don't, I don't think it's like a, an absolutely broken thing. It just it strikes me as like a, eh, that looks like it. they should have fallen back. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends what they come back with, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'd just also like to point out, previous editions, and I'm talking 4th, 5th, and maybe 6th, um, they always said that if you come back from reserve for any reason, it counted as your movement. Yeah. And I do think, to be fair, it is a entirely fair FAQ because even when it was written into the rule, people still didn't know whether it was real or not. They're like, "Wait, do it, do I really? Camera's moving? Do I?" <laughs> it's a, dude, it says it in the book. <laughs> like it, it was an FAQ back when it was actually in the rules. So this is a very, very fair one. I will accept it. Also, especially with the buffs, that's yeah. extremely poignant. Okay, um, five. If that unit advanced during it, its turn, it still counts as having advanced after it's been set back up on the battlefield. Good. I mean, I'm not sure okay. why you'd need to advance in the movement phase and then redeploy with something. But I was going to say, that, that's a really weird one. You had to grab an objective and it was scored at the end of the movement phase, bizarrely. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yes. Uh, but, or, or you're try Actually, no, no, no. If you're trying to get your aura onto someone... You might advance. Only, well, it depends if that aura does something in the movement phase, because if you then move out of it, like in the shooting phase, you don't keep that aura. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> the Nurgle guy. The Nurgle Prince Manfred <laughs> Chaffee. That's not at all what his name is. Um, anyway, he's got a big axe. <laughs> and uh, if the enemy starts their movement phase... Oh, fuck, it's their movement phase. All right, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing this, but yeah. I mean, you know what? Extra clarification, yeah, no, that's fine. You can't have Just too much clarification. You don't have, to have an FAQ six months down the line that says, hang on a minute, that other one. Yeah, when like a problem was caused somewhere. So glad they're doing it. Um, any destroyed models in that unit when it was removed are still destroyed when it's set back up. If they were destroyed that turn, they still count towards morale tests taken for that unit this turn. Um, I would think both of them are implied. I, that's how I played it. That's how I think a lot of people played it. But having yeah. that clarified is important. Um, also, any models in that unit that have lost any wounds do not regain those wounds when they're removed. And we'll still have them lost when they're set back up. Again, I think that's how everyone would have played it. But again, good they clarified it. Because coming in from reserve, like if, if you're thinking as though they're being set up like a new unit or set up at the start of the game, you can see how some people would argue that that does mean they get full wounds be it that they're deliberately gaming the game or that they just don't quite... or how they just have a different understanding. You can see how yeah. that's there. And finally, any unit that's being affected by uh, something when it was removed like, would continue to affect it for a duration, like abilities, stratagem, psychic powers do continue to still affect it. Does not apply to auras, but if you buff them with something which lasts till the end of the turn, that does still apply. Which, good. Uh, yeah, that, that all makes sense. Um... It allows for interesting play. Now, finally, the best bit about this, possibly, is that after that, they have an additional bit of clarification saying that uh, points 5 to 8 do not count for things set up via the sustained assault rule and then a bunch of other things 
which are basically it, it lists them all. Yeah, which would be yeah, yeah, yeah. meant to represent a new unit turning up to like reinforce what's there, rather than it being the same unit. Okay, now if people were doing that, I super fucking gamey. Simply because in all the rules, like it's same with the orc one, same with the um, Valhallen one, it basically says a new unit enters. Yeah. And if you want to then say, oh, no, no, but these are the guys. It's like even in the law, the law is that it's no, it's the horde is so big. On the other hand, this does also include things like they don't keep the wounds that they've already taken, stuff like that. So it is ignoring the negatives as well. Yeah, but it's a new unit. Yeah, like exactly. it, it should just exactly. be treated as a brand new unit arriving. And they've made sure to make sure that is the case within the rules. Okay, anyone that counts it as a positive or a negative on a brand new unit, they're definitely too gamey. Anyone that says, no, 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 but I cast yeah, this yeah. on them, you don't play that guy. Like uh, these no. things like Titan Trails, <laughs> that kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. so... Oh. I, I just want to say, based on the fact that we have to clarify on top of fucking antennas. Yeah, clarification is king. <laughs> like, Hype that they're to, doing it. To you or I, sensible fucking players, beer in one hand, porno mag in the other. <laughs> like, that is not how we play Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, no, it isn't. Porno but, mags in the both hands. Yeah, four porno mags. For every man, come on in, get your porno mags. You get your porno mags and smoking jackets, and then we can play. <laughs> I do have a smoking jacket. You, yeah. Okay. Well, that's another question to be raised. Um, <laughs> but anyway, porno mag in each hand. You just you just don't do these things, and you're a competitive player. You will push the limit. You'll be like, I'm just going to sneak in here and fucking fuck the game for you, <laughs> and with a smile <laughs> on your every face. Every time it's like, oh, you're having a game in there. Mind if I just played one after? And it's yeah, fucked. and it's like, well, it's fucked. <laughs> Alan has completely gamed the shit out of you. <laughs> no, but I would say you're a very competitive player. But again, you would never do any of this stuff. So no, I mean, no. if if you if you actually asked me, can I stand on top of this antenna so that you can't charge me? I would come at you. <laughs> I would just come at you. That's why the porn max are there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, but you know what I mean. Like, come on, anyone that's doing that, like, who the fuck are you to be doing that? I, was say, I think I may actually know, be an interesting like litmus test for is something too gamey. What spaffing on it? <laughs> <laughs> you get up on him, you can have that's a just quick like a show. I'm disagreeing with somebody. <laughs> but, that's all I was doing in Parliament. That's all. I was just disagreeing with him. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> Basically, I'll come at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's like a matter of rules abuse, quote unquote, it's would Alan do it? If it's a yes, then it's it's pretty scummy, but it's okay. If it's something I say, yeah, no, that's no, no. Like then you know, you know there's a far. problem. It's definitely gone too far. Right. After that, we then have organized event guidelines, which is repeated data sheet clarification. Do you know how turned on I am by that like title in this section? Like alarmingly, yeah, alarmingly, because I'd say anything above zero <laughs> <laughs> on the arousal chart. The fact there is one is the problem. <laughs> Look at this chart. This is all wrong. <laughs> Look, 
this is a business meeting, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> would you would you like to guess what this is about? I'm going to guess that it's about people taking multiples of data sheets and there's some sort of rules overlap. Correct. Hey. They give three examples. Well, specifics, should I say. Such as the uh, data, uh, Demon Prince data sheet from Chaos Space Marines. And uh, I see, yeah. Chaos Demons and Death Guard and Thousand Suns. Oh, are they different, uh, different data sheets? No. For the purposes of these guidelines, all these data sheets are considered to be the same. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Same is true for Heavy Weapons, the teams come in Astro Militarum, and the Cult Lehman Russ in Codex Gene Stealer Cults, and the Lehman Russ from the Codex Astro Militarum. Like, hey, isn't that a big deal, though? Because do the cults get to take their Lehman Rye in threes because they didn't used to be able I don't think they do. I think they can take them in the same amount as the guard can. Oh, yeah, that means like threes for each yeah, of these threes. Then. Yeah. That's fine then. That's fine. Yeah, this is like. Um, I mean, that's, that's just sensible, guys. Come on. It Come is, on now. But I, I also saw the reasoning as to say why you could have more. Especially in the case of demon princes. Yeah, but then you end up with nine demons. Different. Yeah, yeah, but clearly you set out the rule of three to avoid spam. Yeah, and then then if you could like say you're Death Guard, it's like no, 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 I'm not Death Guard. I'm the the Sorens Sirons, <laughs> who's also sort of Death Guard, but also we've got a different name for our plague burst crawlers. They're called the plague burst crawlers. <laughs> You know, and you still end up with nine demon princes. Like, come on, guys. Just like, th this This is like a sort of cheeky, can I take nine demon princes? Like, mm, can I push the boat out here? No. No, you fucking can't. Put that down. Also, this avoids people buying nine demon princes, which unless you got a fucking hard-on for demon princes, probably shouldn't be buying nine of them. I, I do appreciate a good demon prince as much yeah, as the next chap. They are, they are sexy models. But do you really want nine of them? Probably. I would not. say that's a bad investment. Nine. Unless you're, you know, going full on uh, Zinch. His number's True. nine. Yeah, but I mean, models wise, you'd have yeah, to come yeah, up with yeah, some new models. Anyways, that right there, lovely bit of clarification. Makes me very happy. I'll take it. Yeah, I will take it. That, that is something which will improve the quality of the game. Up next, we have finalized match play rules. Okay, number one, that's a lie. Number one, there's a complete lie. No, no, but this is like um, for both the discipline. This is going from being a beta rule to an actual rule. So it's not a matter okay. of if you want to, or if the tournament organizers say it's in effect, it's now a, this is a rule. And what they've done Did is they basically- make a change? Astartes, heretic Astartes and Fallen models get the ability. So, the change they've made is basically um, it's not all vehicles now. Because it made some vehicles better than they expected. Like Land Raider Crusaders. Which honestly I think Land Raider I would Crusaders would have been fine. <laughs> more Storm Ravens because Storm Ravens can also take Hurricane Bolters. I guess, yeah. But now it's basically rather than being all vehicles it's you get the full shots if it's a Terminator, Biker, Centurion, Dreadnought or Hellbrute. And, you know, if there's the... You stayed stationary if it's within half range. So, that, nice. Like it. What's more... Okay. They've even addressed the issue with uh, Death Watch, where it became bonkers with Death Watch and Storm Bolters, 
And they basically say, look, if you use special issue ammunition, um, the bolt of discipline ability does not apply when resolving the shots. Okay. So but you can choose to fire with a storm bolter if you haven't moved with four shots at range, but you can't use special, special issue ammunition with it. Because that did I, mean you had Death Watch people putting out four shots that wounded on twos. Yeah. However, it is also Death Watch. So I'm not really going to yeah. hammer them against a wall and say, oh, they, no, they, they, they must they, be nerfed. They got pretty fucking good with this because they had some quite big points reductions in a chapter approved. And then this made things a little bit bonkers. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. This is definitely not how it's intended. But again... You know, I, I, I'll give them credit. I'll say everyone saw it coming, but by allowing people to play test it, they just make sure, which I'm fine yeah. with. I'm fine also, with that. They, I don't think Death Watch were like a big issue, but they were something that could have potentially been, and they decided to nip it in the bud. Yeah, depending depending how the meta goes. Yeah, they even the meta because with all of this, they they give their reasoning why they've done it as well. This is what really makes me happy. That is that is super good because. You and I are big gamers, mm. and I hate it, absolutely hate it, when games release these massive change logs, but with no reason as to why they've done it. It's like, we've increased his damage by five. That seems quite a big step. Why have we done that? When I filled <laughs> out the big FAQ, it's not the big, FAQ, the big um, questionnaire, community survey thing, when they were like, what's the one thing we could do? I said, I want you to explain your balance changes more. Because maybe some, even if it's something I disagree with, I would like to see their reasoning as to why they've done it. It also makes me believe a bit more that they've thought about it rather than a couple of balance patches in the past where you go, what the fuck is this? Yeah, we've now given Black Orcs stomp. And they now even clarify that um, other people have been asking about stuff like the Custodes and the Sisters of Battle. And they said it wasn't intended to make all bolt guns better, but just the Adeptus and Heretic Astartes who wield them better. And we're not adding bolt the discipline ability to units in other factions. To which I go, fair oh. enough. They've thought about it and said that's fine. They've changed... It's, they've a basically shame it's only for, for uh, sisters. It is. Big shame. But it was meant to be a rule for Space Marines. I saw there being more of an argument for Custodes than uh, sisters. And as sad as I am about it not going to Custodes... I do think, oh god, I do think it's better for them that they don't have it because it encourages the right kind of playstyle with them, which is to get up in your grill. Now, from that, um, prepared positions. The match play rule they introduced to the beta, which is the at the start of the first battle round, if you're going second, pay, uh, play, pay two command points and you get um, a cover save on all of your units, unless they're Titanic. This is now a proper rule. What's more, they've said that aircraft things, as, as they've now clarified that certain things are aircraft, aircraft don't benefit from this. Which is nice. I, I like that clarification. Because they've gone, yeah, it felt weird because they're in the skies and they can't be dug in. And you go, yeah, good. I mean, I've, you know, I've already said my piece. I've already said it. But this does just come back down to a full rulebook. <laughs> I'm just saying, the whole eight pages thing is a piece of shit now, isn't it? <laughs> so basically what I'd like to see is them to do ninth edition eventually, 
and just roll the FAQs oh, yeah. into it yeah. and make an actual rule book. I'm excited to see 9th edition, I'll say that much. Uh, we have Tactical Restraint. This was the... Um, whenever you can get back more command points in a turn. This was the thing which said you can only get maximum of one command point per turn. Like recovery. Okay. They have said that's now a full rule, and they've added an additional clarification for that, which is when it comes to things before the battle, you can't refund them. I thought that was already a, a thing. Nope. Or was that just in beta? This was just in beta, but the, before they didn't clarify that before the battle you couldn't get them back, because the way people were playing it is like, if your guy was on the field, oh, and then see. you used a shit ton of stratagems, you could use his 5+, plus for all of them, because he was on the table, and it wasn't in a turn. And you could try and get more command points back that way. So this is just going, yet yeah, gaming the game in that way. It was technically doable. We are making sure it's not. Again, good change. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see better clarification, obviously, with a rule book. But uh, <laughs> and it, that's just another weird one where it's kind of they allowed it to slip with their wording. Yeah. Which I will once again catch GW up on. Like, some of their wording for their rules is so bad. Like, I really actually give credit to quite a few games where they create very, very specific and very, very... almost to the point where they're convoluted rules, but they're also inescapable. <laughs> where it's not, oh yes, I can do this while I'm dangling a banjo from my bullsack from a flyer and contesting an objective. No, no, no. You, you know, you, you write the rule in such a way that it excludes the behavior. You don't write another rule to clarify what the original rule was saying. Yeah. You just make the first rule say exactly what you want it to say. And that's a big problem with GW. They never make it so it's just, okay, this is what we want it to do. Uh, we kind of made the, the wording pretty ambiguous. You also have to remember that GW's has the biggest audience, which means it will have the scummiest of players. In that, yes. the, the peak level of scum, the survival of the fittest amongst scummy players. Okay. Like, because on. there's so many potential players, that becomes so razor edge. Hence, people, when it comes to wobbly model, saying that they can put your model on an antenna. Yes. But if you worded wobbly model differently, you have to, you, you know, if you specified it has to be in a space that would take the model, but. The model Stepping can't the actually. So we were surprised that they had to say that, but they did. No, I, exactly. I, I'm surprised that they had to say it, but now we know what we're up against. <laughs> you now have to make these just airtight rules. Yeah. So, like with the stratagem one, you just say, you know, there's a stratagem phase before the game, or any stratagems used in this phase do not, you know, interact oh, yeah. with any rules based Again, in the it, game. And then that would exclude all the bullshit like, I gain a stratagem point when you use a stratagem, or I can block this stratagem with my stratagem. No, you can't do that. But at the same time, they probably thought they solved the problem, but didn't realise that players would then go, well, deployment isn't technically a turn, so... Yeah, but everyone was doing it, though. Because do you remember with oh, yeah, Slam yeah. Captain? Slam yeah. Captain, they were just trying to replenish all the points. So... The annoying thing there is that they've recognized, yes, okay, people are using Slam Captain, so they nerfed Slam Captain. Yeah. 
but also we knew that they were using the stratagems in this way and you know because they they now oh, nerfed no, the most strat- of them weren't before the game started no because you had to do the um angelic assault thing which was yeah. originally the two command points where you put them in reserve or whatever it is no i swear that's you deploy them from reserve and you pay two command points and they make a 3d6 charge that's not something that happens before the game begins yeah true but then there's other ones where they did it and it was a problem Anyway, they I'm fixed sure it. A yeah, they fixed it. Well done. They also, the tactical reserves, which is basically half your stuff has to be on the battlefield, half the total number of units, half your points. And if you haven't deployed them by the end of the third battle round, they count as having been destroyed. That is now an official rule. There's a couple of like interactions which they've gone through the codices and have listed here. We're not going to go through them because that's... I mean, we love individual rules, but that's a, that's a new level of dullness we're not going to go that far if you want to check it out go check it out we're moving on to the next bit do you know what the next bit is do you know what the next bit is henry i have no idea interim balance review okay i I would be hyped if they knew what balance was but i think they have some idea okay if they nerfed the castellan we'll get there you remember when you were saying if they've done something to big chungus Yep, this is a big chunk, is it? Okay, so, first of all, they're saying they've decided to make a number of smaller rata to enhance the balance of 40k based on the community feedback. As a rata, these are effective immediately in detail below. So none of this is beta stuff, this is the rules have been changed. Yep. The first thing they'd like to address, Imperial Knight stratagems. So, okay. the they've also uh saying that with the... um. No, they, they literally go through. There was a, it was a possibility to give um, Wall or Trait, which makes an Imperial Knight have a 4 plus invulnerable save, and then with the Rotate Iron Shields, you boost it to a 3 plus invulnerable. They say Knights are already exceptionally tough, and we feel this is too much for most opponents to contend with. Now, Rotate Iron Shields can only improve the save to a maximum of a 4 plus. Okay. Yep. Uh, the Adeptus Mechanicus. In the Adeptus Mechanicus um, Codex, it was actually technically possible if you took a knight with them to use uh, one command point rotate iron shields on a Dominus. Yep. Whereas now they fixed that. I didn't know about that. Not, not many people knew about that. That's bonkers. Like, but I'm glad that they found it and fixed it. Um, they even have, with Death Grip, it was possible to just pick someone up and then you crush them to death guaranteed because they could never roll higher than your strength. Yes. And now they they feel that that was unfair. So it's just, look, if your opponent rolled a six and or if their result is equal to or higher than yours, the enemy model breaks three. It breaks three. So there's now always a chance that you just break out on the roll of a six. Okay. Which I feel is a good change. Gene Steeler Cult Psychic Powers. There was the ability to set up a thing where you have a bunch of leadership buffing things on your uh, Magus. And then a bunch of leadership debuffs in the other unit, and you could basically make sure that you it, you could one shot a knight. Now it has the same kind of rule: if they roll a six, then they can get out. Of, again, good for the game. Uh, oh god, we have a balance patch for the Imperial Assassin stratagem. Basically, the stratagem to let you take an assassin now costs two command points rather than one. Yes. Which a necessary change? I would argue they need a, maybe a bit more of a cost I don't know but I think maybe they need to look at the power of that fucking Kalidus yeah they maybe. really look at the power of the Kalidus <laughs> maybe uh, orc stratagems oh god 
we have a look at orcs ship, specifically mob up they've mm-hmm. changed it so it's um now only boys that can be mobbed up to be fair that's how i originally saw it was intended and then when people started saying do it with tank busters and looters yeah like that became a problem looters, i think also yeah. orcs have had some minor errata that makes things like um the looters and the mech gun i think you roll their strength before you fire now before you pick a target Okay, that's hella good. And yeah, looters is just the number of shots. It's always strength seven. Uh, there's some units where you have to roll some stuff to determine the weaponry. I know that that's been changed. Yeah, bubble chucker. <laughs> but that basically, it's a nice quality of life change for orcs. It also Craft means worlds. that the weapon is not completely twat. <laughs> Craft world psychic powers. And they're looking at conceal slash reveal, jinx and doom. Okay. And what they're doing here is they're saying that all of these buffs, they only affect, or buffs and debuffs, it only matters if the other units shooting them are Eldar, specifically normal Eldar, Craft World's Eldar. So when Doom says you can re-roll wound rolls for attacks made by um, your friendly units, it now says by Ezuriani units from your army. Ezuriani? So this means that people who are taking a shit ton of Dark Eldar stuff and then like three Eldar Psychers so they could chuck yeah. out the Craftworld's powers and then fucking annihilate with Dark Elder firepower. That doesn't work anymore. Which is good. Like, Eldar soup was potent, especially when mixed with Yunari. Yunari, by the way, have been fucking neutered. Um, I know it's in, like, the upcoming White Dwarf. But they have fucking neutered Yunari. It's no longer a case of you having extra turns and like, oh, these guys can shoot in the movement phase and then move in the shooting phase and so on. It's now just they get like a plus one to hit and always hit first unless the enemy charged or has the same ability. Wow, okay. Yeah. So that has been a, that problem's been addressed. Eldar Soup has been addressed. And then finally, they've actually gone ahead and adjusted the point value of the Castellan as well. To what? They've increased it's its now cheaper. By- They've increased its points by 100. Okay. That's a 12.5% nerf. Combined okay. with the... Um, but do you still spe- take it? <laughs> do you I still, would still take it? Because, I would still take it. <laughs> no, because it fulfills a specific role in a knight army. The question of whether you take it in the hyper-refined soup armies is now more difficult because it's uh, 25% less survivable while being 12.5% more expensive. Whereas in a knight army, you probably weren't using rotate iron shields on it anyway. You may have, but it was fucking expensive if you're going pure knights. However, Eldar spam or Eldar soup has just been nerfed. It has. So the Castellan, the Castellan, ugh, Castellan got a net buff in that direction. It did, but against other levels, it's going to have more points. I think... It's still just so good. It's still just so good points efficiency versus other vehicles. It because is. it will one-shot any other vehicle in the game. It has the capacity to one-shot another knight in one turn. It yeah, just has I, the capacity to. I saw and the value. I saw the value for that. versus knights. And it, it was like the first turn, the first round of shooting. It was very gentle. It was very pillow-fisted. Nothing happening to either side. And they weren't like trying to optimize, oh, I'm going to like kill one knight with all of my firepower. Like, you know, they were shooting at different units and having fun. And then they fired their Castellan against the other Castellan, and it one-shot it. <laughs> it just one-shot it. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I mean. Its firepower is so terrifying. 
Like, exactly, use that example. I know that's not going to happen every time. I don't want to hear your sense. I don't want to hear your logic. I don't want to hear guys, the odds on that. Two guys set up with Imperial Soup. It's the finals for the tournament. Turn one, one guy's Castell and just one-shots the other one. What are you going to do? You've lost that game. It's unlikely, though. Castellan sets up. It one-shots Mortarian. That's pretty fucking do? likely. Castellan shows up. It one-shots Magnus. Now, one-shotting Magnus turn one is not difficult. Yeah. It is not difficult for it. Now, honestly, it's just... It's so good. It's got so many weapons. It's got oh, so much versatility. It's so tough. It's so damaging. That I think you still take it. Even with 100 points added to it, see, you still quite, take it. Quite nicely for my knights... Um, I was working out for a 2,000-point list. I would have to borrow one of your Warglaives. Okay. This nerf means that the knights I have and the two Helverins come out at 2,000 points. Well, there you go. It's like two points under, but there you go. Like it, It's a quality-of-life nerf for me. Thanks, G-Dubs. I don't have to get more models. Um, yeah. Now, I, I think right now what they've done is they made knights less appealing for soup, but... If you're going pure knights, I think I, I'm happy with this. As a knight player, I am happy with this. These these were nerfs that needed to happen, and I don't think they because I was scared they were just going to you know nuke the Castellan from orbit and just smack it with a nerf hammer so hard it just was never played again. Because they have done that before. Like oh, what was the what's a unit they've nerfed out of the game before? I don't know, but they've done it. They've swung the the yeah, nerf hammer pretty darn hard at people. They have, but this is fine. This I'm happy with. This is good. Like this is a shit ton of healthy changes for the game. I mean, it is all good. Yeah. It is all good. Big I wouldn't say any of that's negative. I still worry about the balance of the game. I think it's still questionable. I'm not um, saying it's perfectly balanced, but this is like huge steps in the right direction. I mean, the, yes and no. Okay, the, yes the and no. Top, and the top three I mean, lists. The, yeah, yeah, but hang on. Let's just forget the top lists for a second. Yeah. I don't care for top lists. You don't care for top lists. Only in a sort of, let's just talk about the game. It's a, it's a good way of showing balance by looking at what the best players are doing. Yeah. Or the best list builders are doing, should I say. We don't care about that. We're all about the casual play. And I don't think a lot of these, like, you can't stand on top of an antenna. I think that affects us. Like, I can think of all the people that I would play against, and even some of them, which are, some of them are quite shitty as an opponent, you know, not as a person, but as an opponent. None of them would do that. Hmm. So it's mostly a quality of life for tournaments, which, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's good, but also, come on, we've got to have some help down here. <laughs> and the other thing with the you knights... you just want an orc buff? No. <laughs> Not just orcs. But the other problem as well is just, you know, I think the change to Eldar is really good. I really like that one, because at our much, much lower level of game it just feels a lot better because I think bullshit, some stuff feels really bullshit. Like I think the, the new Selenesh guy, the demon prince we talked about last time. Yeah. Uh, suck him off or whatever his name is. Um, I think he's going to feel really bullshit 
and I think knights feel really bullshit. Um, I would like to I, agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think the bigger problem with knights is not so much their points cost, because obviously, you know, as, as we always argue, you can fix it by points. I think it's just that they're so good at everything. They're not like, so good at holding objectives? They're not so good at it, but they'll just blow apart your army. Yes, yeah. And they, it's they like, prevent okay, you from ever holding an objective in your life because you, you have nothing me. left. <laughs> it just, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, that, that's a difficult one because, like we said before, we don't want knights to go into obsolescence. Um, I wouldn't like them to. I fucking bought them. I fucking made them. They are my children. Okay, that's weird. Um, They've made me proud every... Actually, no, they haven't made me proud every game. They've made me ashamed <laughs> every time. It's like, oh, oh, was that 3,000 points? Oh, oh, I see. I don't know. I think there's just... There's quite a lot of problems, which I think are... Um, what's the word? Ingrained in 8th edition that I think they're never going to fully iron out because namely, it's actually wrong with the edition. I think, namely, wounds with vehicles. And then I think all the damage characteristics don't line up very well. What do you mean by that? Hang on. The, the vehicles thing is something which they can definitely balance around, but what do you mean, like, the damage characteristics never line up? What does that mean? Okay, what I'm saying here is the Dominus, or Indominus. <laughs> the Indominus Rex. It does 2d6 damage, right? With its volcano cannon? Uh, no, no. That would be silly. It does, it, sorry, 3d3. It does 3d3, which is far more reliable. Yeah, and then other stuff do 2d6. And what I mean in that is just, like, the potential damage versus people's toughness, it's all kind of crazy and out of whack. And just going back to the Golden Age, let's go back to fourth, right? If I had a Laz cannon team... There's a chance one shot that, any vehicle in the game. But yeah, there's a chance that I just one shot your monolith. Yeah. It's slim, but it's there. I Is might it? one shot that monolith. Okay, so last <clears> cannon <throat> to get a penetrating hit um, a six. against a monolith. Was it only a six? Yes. Yeah, of course, yeah, because it's 14 in all sides, only strength nine. It's okay. a six, and then you need to roll another six. Yeah, so that's and one they need, in 36 And they chance. need to fail their save. One in 36 chance. Actually, and they no, need to fail like their the save. Armor piercing was a three, and the monolith was only... Was it? No, no, the monolith doesn't get an answer. It was AP2. It was AP2, but the monolith had an invun or something. Oh, wait, the monolith may have had an invun. Yeah, I think it had like a 4 plus invun back yeah, in the day. It was a beast back in the day. Anyway. No, but, okay, you take those odds. No, no, no. You take those odds. Let's talk about the odds of one shotting a land raider with this thing. Let's yeah. talk about. Let's do this. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about odds no, here. No, no, I don't want to talk about odds. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. This out of whack. No, no, no. This one last cannon could cripple. That monolith. Well, back right? in the day, a last cannon could kill any vehicle. A last cannon could kill any vehicle. Yeah. There you go. Nowadays, a last cannon shoots a knight. There is 0% chance it can kill that knight. 0%. Yeah. And there's no chance that it immobilizes it. There's no chance that it blows off a weapon. There's no chance that it makes it BS1 for a turn. There's no chance that it stops it moving for a turn. It just shoots it and damage happens. Yeah. And the the problem with that, I find, is just that, you know, it's this wounds on the vehicles or wounds on creatures, and then you've got ward saves and invuns and all this sort of stuff. 
how can you balance that when the damage tables are just like so you compare skewy? that like, you compare that to the the potential skew of average damage on a vehicle to you could just blow it up in one shot that seems far harder to balance to me like your stomper if you want to make it worse, just imagine there was a chance that a bullet could kill it in one go. Oh, admittedly not a bullet, but a las cannon. Just one las cannon could immediately kill it. A, a thousand points could be stopped by like twenty points of space marine, probably thirty points of space marine. Yes. You're saying that is preferable. Yes. Like I, I, I would I'm say it's preferable possible. because I like the feel of the game like that. I like the immobilization and damage charts to vehicles I don't know if that means you could make it more balanced it seems like a harder proposition when there's a chance of instant kill but what I mean is just stopping a knight yeah stopping a knight with his 24 wounds takes on average far more points than the knight to stop the knight it also then means you don't have a game where three last cannons fire and kill 1,500 points worth of knights, ending the game immediately. But I would laugh at that. I would and laugh I would, at that as well. And that would be, be your fault hilarious. for taking knights. That would be your fault for taking knights. Whereas at the minute, like, you know, just just like we were saying about the, the Avenger Gatling can, like, I don't want to pick on the knights because the knights are just the ones in the crosshairs at the minute. But <laughs> the ones you know, in your crosshairs. Everyone has else has come to the conclusion that they're, they're a bit annoying, but they're okay. Whereas you, it's just bitterness. Yeah, because they ruin the game for new players. Oh no, they they do have severe problems. And th that's that's the thing that I hate is that if they if you ruin the store meta, if you ruin the shop meta, like you were saying that your local gaming store nobody uses, and it's this paradise of oh, no. complete rubbish. No, no, no. Gaming. It's weirder than that. Somebody uses knights. They used them, then argued that oh, they yeah. weren't that good, because they do so little damage. That bloke is rolling on the wrong table. <laughs> I, I had to stop myself. I absolutely had to. Because, my God, like that, oh. It was, it was fascinating. I, I was so happy that I couldn't argue with him. I was like, I have to stop myself. I have to let him keep living in this world. Like, All right, but... Weirdly you enough, know, I've, seen the, I've seen the argument, though, that knights fulfil... An important function for the game though like they're hugely problematic for new players and so on but they do provide like a safety valve when it gets to higher level play to stop just hordes taking over the entire game because without knights there being this like uh, this constant threat to hordes then things like boy spam would basically remove all vehicles from the game full stop but then back in the day, they couldn't even touch Land Raiders. Yeah. Just saying. But even then, like, <laughs> back in the day, it wouldn't matter if you had however many boys. Because you had firepower. <laughs> I don't know, like, you just take the rest of the board and take the objectives. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? It's just late in the day. I'm getting bitter. <laughs> Sorry, you're getting bitter. You began out, like, with a few steps in. We're like, hey, look, G-Dubs is making some nice changes. They're fucking bastards. No, my point was that they haven't made these changes fast enough. I'm saying that it's been obvious. It's like someone shits on your lawn every day. And then six months later, you go, 
Crikey, is he pooing on my lawn? You took a moment to stop mid-rant to call me a bastard and go on a new rant about me being a bastard. No. No, no, no. I was making a point that you are a bastard. (laughs) But if you're not doing it, then you've got to be a pretty shitty player. As in, when I say shitty, I mean like getting your hand in some poo and just smearing it on the game. That's what I mean. Not you're bad at the game. Obviously, you're so meta, you're so zeitgeist that you're just fucking shit up with your antenna lords. But <laughs> I positioned my knight atop an antenna to stop you charging it. You know, I would actually bring scenery to the table with just an infinitely high pillar that my knight would be atop. In fact, fuck it. I would bring a 72-inch antenna. or sorry, like 60-inch 60, antenna. So I've got like a little 12-inch circle around the bottom. And I'll just sit a night atop it. Well, you have to remember, you have to... Oh, I guess if it's in your deployment zone, then it's fine. But you'd have to be able to yep. move on top of there. The rule is right now... I put, I put the Indominus on a 100-inch platform and nothing could target it. And it could just rain down volca- volcano shots every single turn. Yeah, I think it'd be out of range if it was 100 it, inches. If these guys are using fucking antennas and they didn't think to model their own scenery, the fucking tall antenna, then they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, it's good quality of life changes. Well done, GW. Keep them coming. In the meantime, I'm just going to turn to gardening. (laughs) Just going to turn to gardening.